And welcome inside to Alex Garrett Podcasting. We're live at the Stay Unusual All-Star Game festivities tonight. It's the Division One American versus D1 National. You know how this goes. Jimmy Rose uh, throwing this event every year at now Fairfield Bank Properties Ballpark, home of the Long Island Ducks. And uh, it's been a, a big weekend already. And tonight, under the lights... In Central Islip, we're about to get underway as it is Tim Neese for the Selden Tigers starting for the AL. And leading off the game tonight from the Devil Rays, Kane Ruiz. They actually threw in a regular season game today and actually had the home run derby last night for those keeping track because I know the Long Island Sam Usual family is big and they follow everything with this uh league and uh it's it's always awesome to be part of it out here every july midsummer um on long island ness is a lefty in his tigers uniform sort of a, almost look like the browns uniform actually beige with orange lettering and numbering and we are underway here up high and it counts 1 and 0. Of course, this uh, is the home of the Atlantic League's Long Island Ducks, and the pitch is upstairs. It counts 2 and 0. And I believe they're in the second half of their season already. It's crazy how time's flying. Um, but a lot of memories out here from Buddy to this. There's been 10 years doing this. That one's launching the left field, and it will be. A solo homer, a leadoff home run for Kane Ruiz in the top of the first on the left field line. Uh, this is a huge. This is a huge uh, contingent of Devil Rays, by the way. And uh, look at that fan base greeting him with everybody out of that dugout right now. The lights are flickering. As a home run celebration here. And uh, <laughs> you're hearing behind the scenes here. By the way, now batting Nick Jordan. That's striking the counts on one. But uh, last year, he actually had a 310 average, did Ruiz. Um, and he actually hit out, well, actually, no homers last year. So it's, I guess, a rarity. But he launched this one down the left field line uh, here at the home of the Ducks. That's a foul ball, and the count is 1 and 1. Oh, and two on that one. As I mentioned, a lot of contingent from the Devil Rays. Long Island style, that one's a ball and it counts one and two. And it's interesting because it goes beyond just the Devil Rays. They have Devil Rays East and Devil Rays West. And can I just say, it's awesome that they've kept the Devil Rays. Sort of a nostalgia trip for those MLB fans who remember the Devil Rays. 
led by Fred McGriff back in the day. Ground it back to Ness. Throw to first. Oh, nice play at first on the hop. Grabbed by Angel Acevedo on the high throw for one away. The center fielder, Josiah Green. A lot of these guys are batting right tonight against the lefty. Nice and Ness, one away. And the interesting thing about this this all-star game every year, here's the pitch, a ball, is there's no really uniform uniform, meaning different colors for the different organizations and different teams, which is pretty neat to see uh, every summer, by the way, because these L.I. Sam Usual jerseys are quite uh, snazzy, actually. It's one and one now after the foul ball that hit the dugout. Down the first base line. And so I bring that up because Shy Green's actually wearing a white Devil Ray jersey. And uh, here's the pitch. Strike and the counts one and two on the corner there for Nash. So this is for those wondering, here's the one two. Grounded through between third and short for a base hit. And with one away, now adding from the Stingers, Adam Torres. Adam Torres will be up with a runner on first. As with the runner off first now, Ness has to... Check the runner back at first. Dials in for a strike and he counts 0 and 1. And uh, again, another righty against Ness. That one swung on and missed. That was a pull the string, as they like to say, on that one. On the mound there, did Ness looking for his second out? I believe it was first strikeout. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, and that is two away. From the Saints, number nine, catcher Austin Adamo. Now what I learned tonight, here's the pitch, and off is Green. He will steal second. So he got a homer, a stolen base, two away now. And a leads, one nothing. by the way. And uh, another righty, Austin Adama, against the lefty Ness. And I was going to mention before that stolen base that this is actually a D1, D2 combination for both the American and the National League, but clearly there is a reason why they save this one for under the lights every July, minus COVID, but mostly every July. And it's because of the, the talent here and the, they're just you feel the energy here as it's a 2-1 pitch on the way. Swung on a miss in the counts, two and two. One strike away from getting out of this jam. 
as Green takes a sizable lead off second. I don't think he's going to steal third here, but we'll see. They are holding him, kind of modestly, but strike three right at the knees, and that's the third out. But let's get up for Kane Ruiz on that leadoff homer this happening as it's the NL1 American League coming to bat. And I am now, right now, posting this on the L.I. Stand Usual Facebook page, which you should uh, dial into as well. And uh, they do have a website. Yes, they do. It's powered by LeagueLineup.com. But uh, Long Island Sam Usual does have their website. They have their Facebook page. And you can get every game there, every schedule. It's funny, they haven't really done play-by-play as much. I talked to Jimmy about that. Would love to do some of that stuff as well. But uh, here we are. And uh, it's going to be pitching for the, um, the NL one Vic Danza. And uh, leading off for the AL will be Darren Rodriguez. Now Rodriguez <laughs> comes from the Los, the Los Royals. I think that's how you say that, Los, Los Royals. I know you have to roll the R sometimes on that, but anyway, uh, though he'll be up. I learned that today, apparently sometimes teams don't make it, and the other Royals in this uh, whole league had to fold, and so the Devil Rays actually acquired some of those former, I believe, Eli Roy- Elwood Royals um, to make their team this year. Let me get to the defensive lineup for the American League. At first, for the National League, I should say. At first, Adam Torres. At second, Justin Gross. At third, Kane Rees. At short, Nick Jordan. In left field, Dan Higgins. In center, Josiah Green. In right, you've got Gary Dixon. And... Leading off from the Los Royals in the bottom of the first, Darren Rodriguez. And catching, as I mentioned, Adamo. And on the mound is Vic Donza. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss in the council on one. I do know his website does not have updated statistics, so I hope they can get on that, but we'll work with what we got. And it's a strike at the knees on the outside corner and the count's on two. Danza, the right-hander. Off to a fast already. Here's the 0-2. Paul just off the plate, and the count's one and two. Up next will be Miguel Trinidad, also from Los Royals. One... Two now on the way. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strikeout number one for Donza. And remember now, this is the All-Star game, so these guys most likely will pitch a couple innings and then hand it off to the next guy. So we'll see what his outing is like. Meanwhile, now batting, Miguel Trinidad. Here's the pitch. 
That one scorched a second. Oh, past the diving. Gross into right field. And on with the base hit is Trinidad. Just missed it off this glove. The tough hop over the glove into right field. Runner on first, one away. I believe that's Letary up now. That one smoked to left field. Shallow left going out, and it drops in between left fielder and shortstop for two runners on and one out as the American League has a little something bubbling here. Ball in the counts one and oh. On the corner, the counts one and one. Running on first and second, one out. Smoke to first. Field it clearly there on the second one. On the first double play. A four, six, three double play. And at that double play, it is one nothing National League after one. That was a pretty double play. Yeah, you might have a slower runner down the line there. But a nice piece of glove work. Nonetheless, we'll be back with more after this.
finally, I got a little music bet here to keep us in between innings. But we are back. And uh, in the game for the AL, pitching is Steven Galena. And batting for the National League will be Dan Higgins to lead off. He's a left fielder. That was such a beautiful work of art at second. Uh, actually, that was the first baseman. Torres was started. It was just an unbelievable double play. And uh, as a result, it's the National League up now. As Higgins will be up. Leading off for the National League, Dan Higgins. It is always fun when you get to hear the cheers after the, you announce them because it means that you know they're they're enjoying the game. They got family and friends with them. It's it's just a real experience because these guys are are um, hard nosed players for sure. They have a lot of passion for this as well, and they're always looking for more players. So. I would definitely take that into consideration if you still want to play ball after college and whatnot. Sometimes it is summer ball for the college kids also. First pitch on the way, up high in the counts, 1-0. Actually, funny story, I heard today a guy by the name of Lou Antos be named throughout the stadium, and he played in one of the games earlier today. That's a guy I announced at Queens College, so it's really a small world, in, if you ask me. Whether Staten Island, Long Island, upstairs, and the count's two and out. Baseball, the baseball world is 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 quite small at times. Two and zero though now. Galena having to get back in the count here. Meanwhile, Higgins is, as they say, in the driver's seat, up high, and the count's three and out. Last year was also very special because obviously we weren't here during the pandemic, but to have everything resume in moderation was great. I just think next year and a lot of things, like a lot of things up high, and he walks him to lead off the inning. Like a lot of things, I think 2023 will be the ultimate comeback year for everybody. We can only hope and pray as we're halfway through this year already. Now batting Justin Gross. All right. I guess we're back live. I did not know that this stream keeps going. That's good. All right. Pardon the interruption, but Jake Jacobs is up now. After that walk to Higgins. Galena swung on a miss up high. And he counts one and one. And uh, 2019. Now, that was a year, if you want to go down memory lane. Uh, I don't know how Gary Keith and Ron filled the time, by the way. This is uh, really interesting to do that in between pitches. But I'm working on it. Here, by the way, Galena's got a 1-1 upcoming now. Here's the pitch. Swung on, grounded, foul outside of third. But in 2019, was kind of hectic because obviously we had the thing here and then my day job called for radio and I had to help produce a breaking news show because of a blackout in the city. So the last full year this was on was like multiple things dealing with in this press box. It was kind of wild, if you ask me, and uh, fun at the same time. A little calmer tonight, but hopefully this game, uh, all right, one, did it hit the bat? That's the question. It did, foul ball. And it's a one and two. 
But uh, Jimmy Rose was telling me one of his guys that plays on the Black Sox actually hit a home run the other night for the Fairy Hawks, uh, Joey Reyes, Joseph Reyes. And I told him, you know, baseball is funny. No matter what level, no matter where college pro, these leagues, these competitive leagues, baseball is funny because a team like the Mariners or like this Joseph Reyes with the Fairy Hawks, here's the pitch. That's a ball in the counts. Two and two. And I know Fairy Hawks are now a rival of the Ducks and blah, blah, blah. But it was kind of cool to hear the story because he said, yeah, sometimes he strikes out, sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he hits homers. Well, he hit a homer the other night for the Fairy Hawks, who have had a much improved second half, by the way. Low in the counts, three and two. With one out, runner being held on, does Higgins go from first? We'll have to see. But uh, Jacobs digs in, right side of the dish. White jersey against white jersey. Here's the pitch. He is off! Whoa! So, even though he was held on, Higgins said, I'm going. And it's a walk, so I don't think we can make that a stolen base, but he would have had it by a mile if, uh, if it was indeed a stolen base. The right fielder, Gary Dixon. Dixon now has a chance. With runners on first and second, and one out. The point being is that no matter the level, independent ball, pro ball, independent ball, MLB ball, these competitive leagues, even little league, baseball is funny because you can go on a run anytime. And yeah, I'm looking at you, Seattle. What the heck has gotten into you guys out there in the upper northwest? Another win. I think this is 13 in a row. That one's between first and second in the right field. Higgins is running, running third, and he will not be challenged at home. He is safe. And advancing the third was Jacobs. An RBI single for Dixon. And the NL take a 2-0 lead. Now batting after a homer last inning, number 21, Kane Ruiz. Ruiz now has more damage to be done here with runners at the corners. One out. Galena still in there, by the way, for the AL. Here's the pitch. Another stolen base possibility. Yes, sir. A stolen base for Dixon. And there's runners at second and third with one out. By the way, if you are tuning in via the L.I. Sam Usual Facebook page, thank you so much. And uh, we'll keep you company here for the next few hours as it will be a 1-0 to a guy who let off the game with a homer, Kane Ruiz. Galinas now with runners at second and third. That one is past the diving third baseman into left field. One running, it gets past the left fielder. And that will also lead Dixon in. I would say one RBI and another one via error. Two runs are in. Four, nothing now. As Kane Ruiz, two for two. Single and advancing on the misplay in left. Now batting Nick Jordan. And Jordan has a chance to drive in his teammate, Ruiz. Runner at second, one out. The struggling 
Falcons right-hander. Dio's 1-0. But, you know, these have been hard-hit baseballs. And just past the diving glove, finding a, you know, seeing-eye single. Of course, the homer. So it's been quite a couple innings here for uh, the National League. And that one's popped up into left center. And under it in center. To make the catch was Mitchell, two away. Now batting, Josiah Green. We got a runner on second here. Two outs now, 4 nothing. NL leads. Galena, his first inning of work has run into trouble. Can he get out of it with just allowing three runs on the half inning? We'll have to see. Here's the pitch. Ball, oh, it's a wild pitch. Gets by the catcher. And uh, Speedy, Speedy Ruiz had to stop at third, but he was thinking home. He was thinking home on that one. Uh, better he did not try as uh, the backstop. Uh, uh, Martin did a pretty good job at containing it. But now there's a run on third with two outs. Green is still up. 1-0 count. On the way. Matt Carpenter. Here's the pitch. Ball outside. Has it two homers tonight. Lee Aaron Judge hit one as well. So good to see the powers back at Yankee Stadium tonight. I know Long Island is not a very big Yankee town. I'm sure it's a Met town, judging by the fact that in the booth tonight... We have Gary Keith and Ron keeping his company from Chicago. Ball in the counts, 2-0. Now 3-0, sorry. And, of course, the Mets, too. I mean, look, both teams have had quite a year into the All-Star break. Unexpected coming into the break weekend, but here we are. The Yankees, yeah, they're 12 games up. They've had a dip, but they can still end. And there it goes, a me on the mound. As, uh, obviously, pitcher-catcher getting their signals crossed. Another change at the major league level, by the way, is... Uh, well, there could be a problem here. As now they're... Calling from the bench. We'll have to see what happened. I think Galena's hurt. Is he hurt? As they are... Now talking to him. I think there's going to be a replacement here. We're going to change a pitcher here. Guess not. But you could see Galena is struggling out there. What is going on here? Yeah, they are going to change him. It looks like Maybe a back issue as he's laboring after that. This could explain his shaky night tonight. You know, sometimes these injuries pop up mid-inning like this. And logic would say the next pitcher will be who is supposed to be starting the next inning. But let's see. We'll see how the crowd reacts when I announce them. 
Your attention, please. Now pitching Eddie Barrington. Which may not have been because they didn't tell me exactly who would be in an injury situation. But I've never seen an injury like that in the middle of an All-Star game here in my 10 years of doing this. So this is a new one. And uh, just interesting turn of events. As it's going to be a 3-0 after this pitching change, by the way. Three and zero on the way. And it's going to be a big lead from Ruiz off third. Foul back. So he swings 3-0. Fouls back 3-1 now. But you could tell when his catcher went out there that there was an issue. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. 3-2. Now, the way this goes is these guys are having... And a pitcher in inning, pretty much. So. Might be an inning in the third, if he can get out of this. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, and that is a big strikeout to end the end two and a half. But at the end of two and a half, it's four nothing National League. By the way. There are concessions down the left field line. Uh, soda, hot dogs, hamburgers, uh, water, chips, whatever you need. It's down the left field line right now. So get them while it's hot. And we'll be back with more on the Sports Hour with Alex Garrett. After this, live from the same usual annual All-Star Game Weekend. We'll be back.
And we are back here on the Sports Hour, live from L.I. Samuels All-Star Weekend. And uh, we do have a leadoff hitter here. Leadoff from the Tigers, Kyle Mitchell. I would hope so. I mean, that's on the lineup. So we are live. My phone call that I had earlier did not disrupt anything. So we're good. So thanks for continuing to listen on the Sports Hour, wherever you might be in the L.I. Stand usual world. Here's the 01. Foul sharply down the first baseline. The count's 0-2. We've got Jake Jacobs on the mound. Eduardo Escobar just hit one for the Mets after Matt Carpenter's night in the Bronx. Kind of encouraging to hear that the Mets are doing well as well. Here's a pitch from Jacobs. Oh, throw to first. Staying on the bag at first base was Torres from the Stingers. Stingers. <laughs> Now batting, Sean Grabowski. <laughs> the big Grabowski, that's a good one. Control room having some jokes tonight here at the LI Duck Stadium. And uh, it's been a long day for everybody, but we're enjoying this one. And by the way, there's one away here. I believe that's Jake Jacobs on the mound. Striking the counts 0-1. But I know that he has rod lift scheduled, so I think that's who that is. Strike two, swung and a miss, pulled the string again. And the count's 0 and 2. Oh, 2 on the way from Rodliff in the dirt, gets by the catcher. Adamo picks it up and tries to throw the first. Incredible try, though. He's safe, but an incredible catch to not let it go into right field. Um, and still an accurate arm on the run to run further damage. Alright. Now batting Alex Martin. Alex Martin is up now. He plays with the Falcons. West uh Falcons. <laughs> it's like so many directions here, alright. Falcons East. There's a Falcons West as well. Here's a pitch. That one's grounded to third. Field there on the second one. And that's all they'll get. Great scoop at second, by the way. By Gross, saving it from the outfield. <laughs> There's two away. The right fielder, Freddie Morales. Yeah, see, a little inside baseball here when they cheer, it means you got the name right. And as these guys can attest to, we never know who's on the field sometimes because it just becomes a scrambled thing. And yes, it does. And that one's popped up. Adamo, does he have room? No. And it's 0-1. He does not have room. 
I always wondered if they'd ever bring out those big chairs that they have for the comfy seats of the game like they do with the Ducks, but I never really see that around here for the LI All-Stars. Uh, same usual league, but those are comfortable chairs behind home plate. And I think you can like enter to win that opportunity with the Ducks. I could be wrong about that. Anyway, 0-1 on the way from Teddy Rodliff. Here's the pitch. That one is grounded a short. Short hopped. Throw to first. Great scoop, but it gets by him. I thought it was going to be a scoop, but it wasn't. Now throw home. Well, great awareness there by Torres to throw home as the, after the ball got by him. So now they're second and third. And two away. Hey, there's a threat. Two outs, one out, three outs. Well, not three outs, but you get it. No matter how many outs, there's still a threat. Now batting, Alex Schweitzer. And Schweitzer will be up here. Here's the pitch. That one's lifted into shallow left field. Under it at third. In foul territory. Wasn't need the third baseman for the American League. Ruiz makes the final out. That the inning dark? was pitched by Teddy Rodlin, by the way. Can you operate in the dark? I guess I'll uh, have to use my flashlight now. So it's going to be the top of the third for the. Uh, NL after being uh, this is going to be something to work in uh, I've rolled them scoreless they're back up at bat I like to see who's pitching out there. Let's see. If that's 23, that's Eddie Farrington. Yeah, that's Farrington. All right. New pitcher in is this is Eddie Farrington. If I got it wrong again, I'm gonna just retire now. Anyway, we're gonna have Mr. Adam Torres lead off in the top of the fourth already. Wow, four through three here, and it's gonna be. Adam Torres. I mean, look, the ball got by him last half inning, but made the alert throw home to keep him at second and third, and they got out of the inning. So uh, that defensive play 
stop, still stopped the rally. And the accuracy of it, too. Farrington is on the Los Royals. He's pitching now. In the, would you believe it? Top of the fourth. No, top of the, top of the third. That's right. Lee off the top of the third. Adam Torres. Eventually, once the lineup stays consistent, I don't really have to look at the guy to make him. I'm kind of just knowing the numbers by then. Farrington will work his third inning here against the righty. Swan a miss to start out the inning. 0-1. I kind of like saying the Stingers. That's where Eddie, Adam Torres is on the Stingers. Will he sting one here? We'll have to see. Here's the 0-1. Swung on and missed. Went fishing for it and missed. 0-2 though. For Farrington. I was wondering if they were actually going to put in the third inning pitcher after that injury to Galena, but they did not. That's why he's in now. <clears throat> oh, 2 pitch. Oh, stung to left. And it's one away. Got all of that one into a routine flyout, but it's one away in uh, to left. It's going to be now the catcher. The catcher, Austin Adamo. Adamo, as I mentioned earlier, right-handed hitter from the Saints. Up high in the counts, one row. By the way, in case uh, no one's been paying attention here, they're still looking for their first one, two, three inning. As they've allowed runs in the first and the second, they're looking for a scoreless third. Maybe Farrington delivers that as it's now one and one. Count to Adamo. Here's the pitch. Woo! Strike at the knees. Nice one. One and two. I think that was a slider. I mean, I could be wrong on that one, but it. Had some movement, and it's a one-two coming up. Higgins is on deck. Here's the pitch. Outside, just missing the count. It's two and two. Our afternoon game today flew by, literally almost like an hour or two and a half. And as... Uh, as I said earlier, it was one of the fastest games in San Musial history, which I thought was kind of funny to say. That's strike three. Swung on and missed. And there's two away. And Dan Higgins is up again the left field. Left fielder, Dan Higgins. Farrington, one out away from that one, two, three. Four. Ball just low, Bob. Below the knees. If that was Aaron Judge, that might have been a strike. But that's just what we've been seeing in the majors, right? Anyway, 
one and all on the way to Higgins. Here's the pitch. Whoa, strike looking. Looked like a breaking ball. I think that might have been a curve. A breaking ball indeed, as that one just had some movement on it. For a one, uh, for an 0 1 count with two outs, Higgins stares it ready at the dish. Low when the count is 1 1. Top of the third, D1, D2, all star game tonight. Here in Central Isaac Long Island. And here's the pitch. That one's ripped in the left field. Drops in for a base hit. A two-out hit. And it's like that one, two, three inning becomes illustrious, meaning he can't attain it just easily. Maybe next half inning, but for now, batting will be the second baseman, Justin Gross. Will be gross. G-R-O-S-E for those wanting to spell on the Saints. Here's the pitch. That one's grounded to short, backhanded, and bobbled at short, so the runner is safe on the throw to second. I'm going to give that an invite. An invite. An infield single with two away. Another rally, two-out rally here. Now batting Jake. Jacobs! And Jacobs, the designated hitter, up now. Here's the pitch. That one's grounded to third end. Past the third baseman down the left field line. In comes Higgins. He'll score. Throw in will keep. Rose at third, but an RBI double. A two out RBI double for Jacobs. And it's now, five nothing. And they're gonna have a runner at the base, at second base, pins running. Now batting Gary Dixon. Dixon will be up with runners at second and third in two outs. Owen on the way. Striking the counts. Owen two. Now there is a pinch runner at second. Couldn't quite get the number on that one, but that's okay. 0-2. Farrington. A pile. It gets by the catcher to the backstop, and Gross will be in for a... I mean, come on. That's a close one. It didn't really hit the glove. I would say wild pitch, but I think the catcher should have had it. But that being said, it is a run-in nonetheless. Has got past the backstop. And it's 6 nothing, 6 nothing here for the National League. 
One and two, though. Runner on third now for Dixon. Another one. That is a wild pitch. Gets through the legs. And the backstop. And another runner in. The pinch runner. And it's 7 nothing. He's got a 2-2 count on him, does Dixon, with two outs. Here's a pitch from Farrington. Foul right off the first uh, base side dugout, which is normally the Ducks dugout. Down the first baseline there. As any ballpark today, they do have the netting up to be well beyond the dugout, behind the dugout. Here's a pitch. Oh, breaking ball gets a strikeout, but not before three more come in for the National League. At the end of two and a half, seven nothing National League, American League coming to bat. And with that, we'll be right back on the Sports Hour live from Fairfield Bank Properties Ballpark, home of the Long Island Ducks and the LI Sam Usual All Star Weekend. We'll be back. All right, I see that the music is about to stop, so we're back here in the bottom of the third. Maybe I'll do a live read or two for Fanatics. I don't really have those. Anyway, we've got, he was DH, now he's pitching Jake Jacobs on for the third. Of course, every guy is getting one inning of work for both teams. And it is kind of cool that this always coincides with All-Star Weekend of the Major League Baseball schedule. So they were kind of a week late with everything, and we're keeping on their pace. So yeah, that's why we're here tonight in the Midsummer Classic before the Midsummer Classic. 
that makes sense. For Long Island Sam Neutral Baseball, it does. This is their big midsummer event every year. I've been invited for 10 years. Jimmy Rose has been doing this for 20 years, which is pretty cool, if you ask me. But back to the action. It's the bottom of the third. Ball first uh, pitch gotten by one and up. Darren Rodriguez now batting. Rodriguez is up again from the right side of the dish, steps out. One and oh upcoming. Here's the pitch. Up high and inside. Off the glove again, and it's 2-0. Oh. I do love when both sides start jawing each other and fun in games. Like, it's, a, it's competitive, but they also have a lot of fun on this field. I mean, they play at different parks across the, Nassau and Suffolk County, maybe in the city, but mainly Nassau and Suffolk. And so to be on this big diamond, I'm sure... Every year, no matter how many, how many years you do it, it's got to be a thrill. That one's a high pop in the infield. Gross is under. It makes the catch at second. And if you're keeping score at home, that's a F4 or P P4 for pop-up. One away. Now batting Miguel Trinidad. Trinidad is up. Of course, these guys will not be batting the next couple innings after the third. They're all set up for the fourth and fifth, sixth. Here's the pitch. Foul back in the counts on one. I often wonder, maybe control them if they want to chime in, want to know, how do you guys get the foul ball when it gets over the stadium? I always wonder that because it happens a lot. I usually just go up and get them. (laughs) We actually got a couple... Before they like sit on the roof, you think they go in the parking lot, but they don't. Sometimes that's a good thing, depending on how hard they hit. Right. Yeah. So. And in uh, Staten Island, I've noticed the uh, the whole thing is, is is easy to hit over that because they have such a short porch uh, overhang, I should say, that it gets over there pretty quick. And that's a city street, so imagine that. Right. Yeah. I mean, he worked in Staten Island. I did. It's uh. It's a new era there. I, you know, I was there with the Yankees. Now I'm seeing the Fairhawks a couple times. And the count is uh, two and one. It seems like a different second half, by the way, for the Fairhawks. They've kind of turned it on a bit, judging by what the social media says. I've not been able to follow them, but of course I keep an eye on the Ducks too because that's the OG for me because of the Buddy Harrelson connection. It, it runs deep. Fourteen years I've been at this ballpark. Um, for different things, so always a soft spot coming out to Long Island Ducks games, and this, of course, and it's a walk for Trinidad, and uh, a one-out walk. Oh, first national bank, walk to first. <laughs> and now batting Frank Letary. Oh, I hope I got that right because that was a throw-off. In the lineup, here's the pitch. Ball in the counts one. 
See the situation in Lancaster? No, tell me about it. What's going on? So there was an argument after there was a double play that should have been called out. Um, and the runner first called safe, and it okay. ultimately won Lancaster the game. And Logan Morrison, who was High Point's first baseman, got in the face of the umpire. It was a big Former call. Ray, by the way. Yes. That one is. What a play by Gross for a double play. A diving stop. Diving catch at second. Where's the Sports Center top 10 cue right there? Oh my gosh. That was awesome. I believe that's the second double play of the night, by the way. Amazing. Um, so, Logan Morrison, who, by the way, is a former major leaguer, playing up there. So, he gets in the face of the umpire, and what happens? Um, you know, the whole team kind of started getting in, in his face, and then uh, the umpire kind of lost a little bit, which, uh, you know, stressful situation, I understand. Uh, and kicked his shoe off and then was throwing it. And it was a, a whole big uh, An umpire did that. Scene. Yeah, I, an umpire took off his shoe and drew it. He throws a shoe, right? No, I know. And it, well, unless you're George Bush duck, ducking one. But that's another story. Funny, that was actually a meme used. Was the reference there, missed? Uh-uh. <laughs> but no, it's, uh, it's just funny because the naked gun, when he went easy, the umpire, Frank Drebin, he pulls out a gun on the umpires. And I'm like, that's just weird because it was the Angels Mariners they made fun of. And look what happened there, right? Crazy. Anyway, so what about losing Somerset? Has that changed the league much? Because they're now a minor league affiliate of the Yankees. So it's not a competitor to the, to the Ducks or the Fairyhawks right now. So. What's that? Has, the, has losing Somerset changed the league a little bit or not really? I mean, they're always a uh, very competitive team year in, year out, you know? All right. And I think you guys added, besides, for, I thought you added another couple teams, too. But we have, yes. All down south, unfortunately. But good thing for me, I'm the groundskeeper. And most of them are artificial turf fields, whereas we're a grass field. So my goal is to win field of the year. So there's a little bonus attached to my contract for that. Is there really? There See, is. there's ins and outs. If you're a Duck fan listening, too, because Long Island Sam Usual, you got to believe there's some Duck fans that come out here for that, too. So a little behind the scenes. No, you guys do a great job, and... Um, you always pitch in for us too to do these games, so thanks for that as well. Thank you. Um, I remember, I don't know if you guys were here for the, the All Star game a couple of years ago. They've had a lot of things, and of course, they've won a few championships out here too. So. Yeah. But I think it's interesting because one of your former players is now managing the Fairy Hawks. After he retired from the Mets a couple of years later, Edgardo Alfonso was recruited to be here, played with the Ducks, and now he's managing the league. I mean, Small world, as I said earlier, with this game of baseball. At any level, by the way. We got two uh, Mets former second basemen managers in this league. Now batting and now pitching, Alex Schweitzer. And, and who would those be? So, well, Wally Backman, of course. Correct, yeah. And he's managing right here, as a matter of fact, in Long Island. And he's been here a couple of years now, actually. He has. He hasn't lost his cool yet. <laughs> I know, everybody's worried about it. Of course, they wanted him to be Mets manager, but the major league level, I don't know if I I could see him there because he's great, but he's got that temper, as you mentioned. Buck is doing a great job as well. Shout out, Buck. Yeah, really, though. Um, let's see here. Now the key is to keep pace with the game. <laughs> but we are going to a new lineup, so... Now, 
Eddie Martinez. Here's pitch. Up high in the counts, one and one. No, Buckshaw Walters kept this team, uh, you know, way above a lot of people. I know the Braves are two and a half out, but still, he's kept them in first for this long. It's pretty amazing. That one's ripped into the center field for a leadoff base hit. And again, the one, two, three inning is illustrious, meaning they can't reach it yet. For uh, It's unattainable almost for this team. And uh, it... Now batting, Shane Sullivan. Do they call him Sully on the team? That's what I got to know. It's going to be a first pitch leadoff. I think I heard them call him that three. Strike one, the count's on one. Big leadoff first there for uh, for um, for um Martinez, and it's 0-1. Sully is the, the pilot that landed that plane in the Hudson. That's, That's right. right. Yes, sir. Sullenberger. He's off. Martinez is off. Throwing a second. In the center field, stolen base, but excellent backup in by the center field. Well, what's going on here? Oh, throw it! What the heck is going on out the there? The throw into the field is past the pitcher. Got the third on the air. You know, I was going to give the center fielder credit too, but then they threw it away. Oh boy. So, we're going to build it like the early season Phillies defense right there. Okay, do umpires give you crap for playing music? Because I know they get very sensitive in certain in instances. Well, there's only one way to find it out. Oh, That's a good point. Oh, and two. Well, we were right behind him at Queens College. Like, we were. So, moved there into One and two. We were in the backstop, so I think we're right in their ear. But they turned their back and barked at us. I'm like, focus on the game, dude. Anyway, it's going to be a one two pitch. Ball high outside the counts two and two. Runner on third, nobody out. Infield is in. I should mention that to try and get this runner. Here's the pitch. Oh, wild pitch! Three and two, but the run scores and it is eight to nothing. I think that's three runs they've scored on at least a wild pitch or pass ball in the last. Two innings. Some work needs to be done. Oh, man. Sometimes it's gritty out here. What can I tell you with this? But still fun nonetheless. Schweitzer trying to find his groove. Foul back and he counts three and two. Okay. Quacker Jack, does he help you out with the groundskeeping or does it make a mess of things? I do not like Quacker Jack at all. Not Are you allowed to say that as an employee of the Ducks? Um... I guess we'll find out, right? <laughs> There's been a, a, a long-standing uh, beef between groundskeepers and Quackerjack. Yeah, you know. It's a tradition, is what you're telling me. No, it's much of a tradition, just a uh, better vengeance. Noah uh -huh. Syndergaard doesn't like any mascots, so <laughs> you're following in his footsteps. Now yeah. batting Teddy Rodlin. Eight? No, are they laughing at me or is it? Eight nothing. Runner on first. Oh. I would say so too. I would hope so anyway. Ah, uh, have you guys ever played in the live stand usual or have had friends play it? No. I played for the Yankees, Suffolk Yankees. Bob Depot. Yes. Shout out to Bob. I mean, come on. He's, I believe, the commissioner of this whole 
outfit, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, here's the pitch. All in the counts to know. King Suffolk had a little legal. Oh. I have an update for you. All right. I don't know what you had last, but this is... I wrote this all out. This is all correct now. Four to six. Oh. Do you want to... Yeah, let me, let me, let me cross-reference. Okay. It's a little different. Yeah, you know what? This one is a lot more correct now. But okay. you, you've had it right so far. How about the cross-offs? That, I'm going to seven to nine. Seven to nine is completely over the air. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that right now. I'll come back by then. By the way, what was your name? First, Chris. Chris? Nice I have a question because I'm actually yeah. live on my podcast. So let's go to the manager right now oh, of the NL team. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. How are you liking this team's play right now? Great, dude. They're playing very well. This has been a, a ton of fun. Um, Every game you guys have scored. I mean, that, and Ruiz, that solo shot to, to lead, lead off, off the, the game. game. Come on, great now. is that, right? That's has he perfect. done that for you all year? I mean, he's been this great all year. Yeah, he's he's batting like four fifty with with pop and speed. He's he's great. He and I know player. that you guys brought a whole contingent of Devil Rays. So. Real quick, what's the difference between the East, West? I don't know. There's so many directions with the yeah, man. Devil um, Rays. So. so we have yeah, we have three teams. One is a Division One team, so that's technically the the best division here in Sam Usual. And then we have a D two East and a D two West. Technically, those are both similar competition wise. One of them is it's location based pretty much. So the East is kind of more Eastern. The West is more. Nassau. And I've got this pipe through the uh, Staten Island, Long Island Seven Sam Usual, you know, Facebook page. So what do you got to say to your fan base tonight? Um. Uh, thank you for, for being uh, fans of the Devil Rays. That's uh, pretty much the, all we got there. And where can we see you guys play while I have you? Uh, all over the place, but the, the D1 team plays mainly at Garden City Community Park, actually, Turf. It's a very nice complex. 52 oh. Cherry Valley Avenue would be the address. Well, I'm sure you want to get back down there because we know nothing is guaranteed in baseball. So, <laughs> you know, it's a good lead, though. So Exactly. All right, so this is going to be the good one for 4 to 6, and I'll be back up for 7 to 9. Thanks so much, Chris. Yes, sir. And uh, me, enjoy the rest of this one. Yes, tonight. sir. All right, so I've had two firsts on this uh, trip today. I saw a deer grazing behind the outfield wall. I've never seen that. And I had a coach live in-game. I feel like I'm ESPN right now. Uh, Incredible get. Doing a great get. Come on now. Uh, and uh, his team's up 7 8 nothing. so what can I say? As I said, though, you can't be complacent. Baseball's freaking weird sometimes, so you never know. Now with this revised lineup, let's see what we got. 44 Reggie. No, just kidding. Uh, it's going to be a 1 2 on the way. Swung on and missed, and 1 out. Now batting Steve Patterson. There you go. Here's the pitch. A pie inside the council. A pie, but a strike, and the count's 0-1. I know you can't jump the gun on those calls, but that looked outside, inside to me. It's going to be an 0-1, though. Ball in the count's 1-1. Yeah, it is pretty cool that on this little phone I could do this forever live on the podcast. Steve Jobs was a son of a bitch, huh? He really was. And look what he created and all this stuff. The palm of our hand. Here's the pitch. Strike in the council. What two. got him? Was it cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Some say he may be still alive. I think you could somewhere or something like that. <laughs> Lots of money to play with. 
I know, and they keep updating. It's like up to 14 or something now. Here's a 1-2 up high in the counts. All right, there are a total of three blues. Like, I've never really seen this right now where they're all wearing blue. It's weird. Anyway, pitcher, catcher, and batter wearing blue. Strike three. Swing and a miss, and that's a strikeout. Do you think Jeff Bezos is a real person? First white, sir. The way you think he's evolved since getting money is he doesn't look, like, real. <laughs> that's a question for the Reddit audience. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <clears throat> ah, 15. Now batting Jesse Matos. Doing well with no lighting here. The stadium lights are helping me out. Real well right now. Uh, the vibes, Alex. I guess so, Anthony. <laughs> All right, one and zero on the way. One and zero on the way. All right. So, what else about this league? I think I had this conversation last year with someone in the booth with me. Um, are they doing any more experimental rules this year that people may not know about in the Atlantic League? They did away with some. We got the drop. Thir- uh, drop. Uh, you can steal first. So if it's a uh, pass ball, the batter can take off and go to first. Did they drop that, or is that still a thing? That's still a thing. If they make it to base. That one is smoked up the middle by Matos. It's an RBI single. Runner goes to third. First and third now, but another run on the board. I think Chris could just hang out here. He's got this game under control. But anyway, so tell me about that. If can they also go if they swing and a miss at a pitch or something? Uh, as long as the pass ball, they can uh, they can take off before a third strike because obviously that's the whole yeah, catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know there's been a couple walk offs like that or something. So yeah, I believe so. So it's been that's been interesting to um to see on the highlight reel for sure. How about the bases? You know, they were talking about expanding the bases size. Yeah, I have right? expanding the bases. They, they are expanding. they are wider bases out there. Not right now, apparently. Have nope. For Atlantic League games, we have the. the it doesn't look cartoonish, right? Please tell me it doesn't look cartoonish with the big bases. I think it's a bit of a mockery, myself. Because, like, from here, how big do they look? We're in the control by no play. Do they look eye popping? I guess is my question. Uh, they look like pillows. I say. Oh, Accurate geez. to pillows. Wasn't that Sandlot? Didn't they use pillows as bases or something like that? I think they did. Up high in the count. Back to the good old days. One and two. I love Sandlot. Now, are they into the social media? Because all these teams are doing social media stuff. So, I sometimes see the Ducks post a lot, but. Well, no, Ducks, yeah, they they got thicker. They're on the socials. They tweet out there. They. uh... We had a, a really talented social media manager, and uh, unfortunately she left, but she's doing great things. She was with the Carolina Panthers, um, and now she she went on to game day where she's actually doing her own stuff. That one's popped up in the outfield. I'm going to ask you all fair who that is because I think I might know who you're talking about. Anyway, third out, and it is a... Nine nothing. Come on, we need Gary Keith and Ron with us to keep the conversation going. How do they do that for nine innings? I don't get it. It's crazy. Probably uh, cocaine for Keith. <laughs> you know, his number of retirement was special and all, but I'm waiting for like well I want to see David get his number retired, obviously. David Wright. And I also want to see Gary Carter get his number. I think he deserves it too. Anyway, I'm gonna take a quick break and uh be back with more of the Long Island Stam Usual. 
Baseball All-Star Weekend here at Fairfield Bank Properties Golf Park. Say that four times fast when I come back. We're back. It's the bottom of the fourth. A long time, L.I. Sam Usual batter is up. Got to say hi to him before the game. James Stanzione. He's to get in there for the Oilers. Not the Houston Oilers. Not the Edmonton Oilers. I just think it's the Long Island Oilers. Anyway, it's a one one and one on them. Is there any oil period in America? Because it seems like we're asking everybody else for oil. Anyway, it's one away. Uh... We're not trying to get political, but come on. We have tons of oil reserves. Mm-hmm. Sleepy Joe needs to wake up. You said it, not me, but I agree with you on that one. Okay. Now batting, Michael Ferreira. Don't worry, I do get political on this podcast also, and I do get critical and divided. Anyway. Do you think JFK had multiple shooters? 100%. I do. I mean, come on now. I think it's crazier that people lined up Daly Street to think JFK Jr. was coming back. What was that? Daily Plaza. That one's lifted to left. What about Jack Ruby shooting Lee Harvey Oswald? What the fuck was up with that? That was bizarre. Trying to cover something up. That's what it was. Right. Two away. It's ridiculous. You know, and then <laughs> they killed his brother. Yep. Right next to him in a bar. Imagine getting shot in a bar. That's messed up. Now batting, Gus Mejia. And if I get this guy's name wrong again, I'm really going to retire. But uh, I think we're good. They didn't boom me this time. So here's the pitch. Ball in the counts one now. No, all those conspiracy theories we're talking about today about the Kennedy stuff, uh, it's never not a topic of conversation, right? So, my thinking is we need to see all the documents. That's my first thought. Just let us know what the hell happened. What about, speaking of documents, 
The Maxwell case. Why is it getting no publicity at all? What is she dealing with? She wanted more time or some shit like that. She should be lynched. It's not right what she did. They should and reveal who else is a part of it. Three and one, two outs. The views do not reflect the ducks. Just going to say that right there. Here's a 3-1. That one's lifted to left field. Oh, it's going to be trouble. Is that a base hit? That's going to be trouble. That's a double, I think, for Mejia. Safe. 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 Safe and safe again. At least the home run reel I can get, and that'll be the highlight of this thing. But you guys joining me has also been really cool, which I appreciate because I'm no Vin Scully, I'm realizing, who can do the whole game by himself. <clears throat> now batting Frank Letary. I think you're killing it, man. What it's worth. I want to keep doing this too. I mean, I want a career. I'm 30. I want to get on the mic like this and do it. You ever so, seen uh, One Tree Hill? Not to interrupt that, I apologize. No, I'm not really seen One Tree Hill. They had a guy, his name was Mal. He was a broadcaster. Well, my favorite, my dream is that the Benny the Jet moment when the kid becomes the announcer announcing his best friend scoring at home. That's my, what I love to see. That's cool. You have Benny the Jet? Well, Warren Kelly used to be here. That one is ripped down the third and under the glove. In comes Gus. Mejia rounding third, charging home and scores. It is a run for the American League. They're not shut out. Stuck under the Nine to one. A headache for the groundskeeper as it's stuck under the... Let's hear it for Sal. Now batting. Or not. Anyway, 9-1. Bottom of the four. Could there be a comeback? I'm telling you, baseball is weird. Oh. That one is lifted to oh. the ground in a second. Nice scoop. Throw to first in time. But chipping away. 9-1 <laughs> after four. Hey guys, after four innings of play, it's nine to one as the AL got one. As I mentioned earlier, there are concessions down the right, left field line. We got hot dogs, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, uh, Coca-Cola, soda, uh, chips, and whatever you need. Your refreshments are down the left field line. And of course, big thanks to Jimmy and Bob Depot for putting all this together. Rich, all of you guys, Great night tonight here at Fairfield Fair Bank Property Ballpark. When the naming rights changed, I was a little heartbroken because I only knew this place as Bethpage Ballpark, you know? Just like, uh, felt like I was getting older and whatever. Like that era was done, you know? Anyway, it's going to be new pitcher in for the AL. Your attention please, now pitching Nick Zubich. Now have you guys ever tried at the mic with this or not really? Oh, absolutely. We do it all here. What do you do? You like being on mic? What do you do? Like, what kind of announce? I'm more of a music guy. He's he's more of the mic man. He's, he's, he's good stick. You guys are doing this together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just give the shit. <laughs> oh lord. 
We're on a podcast. We're live on the air. I am. Jake Hunter over here. He's doing hey, live score all day. We're doing uh, live from the ballpark tonight. So on my podcast. So Ooh. I've gotten the guys to chime in with me on certain things. Jake Hunter over here keeping, keeping the score. You can ask him anything. He's an expert. What was the best player? Why the can't you fit 10 on the line score? Can I ask that? <laughs> when you guys score 10 runs or whatever, it's never on the line score. It's always zero. It's the most unique thing. Yeah. It's just a long night, too. Are we almost at 10? We are almost at 10. Runs. All right. Pencil here. Man, that's a strike that looked a bit out of the zone, but okay. Okay, on one. One and one. One and one on the way. I'm playing the counts too. Good one. Wow. Great. Pitch. That one's grounded past the pitcher. Charging in the second baseman. Makes the play. Oh, my. What a play by Gus Mejia at second. To put that one away. One away. It was a good play. It was a solid play. Don't you didn't play for the double play, though. I'm a little... play, it takes two for the double play. Ah. Yeah, well, why do we remix it? That'd be funny. Alright, one away. This lamp. Oh, I think that's Delusha. Now batting, Anthony Delusha. I almost said Anthony. It's like Anthony uh, Hardaway. <laughs> Here's the pitch. Good player. Basketball. They're, ESPN's covering the summer league, and I'm like, when did that get so popular? Anyway, let's stick to the game here. Here's the pitch outside, and he counts. Two and ESPN has NBA contracts. And NHL now, too. <laughs> but so no was... Gary Thorne, which is really disappointing. I love when Gary would call those games. Here's the pitch. Running foul. <clears throat> and the count's one and two. They finally got a good Monday Night Football group. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. Much I think they tried to get Buck to pair with um, Brady, but that didn't happen. So, no, Buck Aikman on Monday Night Football is going to be interesting. I That's outside. And the count is two and two. Don't mind Joe Buck. He gets a lot of hate. I like him a lot, too. You know? I do not like Al Michaels at all. I do not think Al Michaels is a good broadcaster. How about here's a guy, Chris Collinsworth. Now here's a guy that just flew out to right center. Got it. Got the out. Two away. Yeah, center fielder going all the way across to make the play in right center. Normally a right fielder play sometimes, but we'll let that slide. Back to the top of the lineup. Eddie Martinez. It's gonna be two. I feel like the the lingo disappears sometimes in telecast. Like I don't even really hear back to the top of the lineup anymore. Do you guys? I don't hear that much. Now, by the way, that was a third out, and they did not allow a run. It has been achieved. This game, 
a scoreless half inning for the American League. I never thought we'd see the day. I'm kidding. You never know. But seriously, it was a while there. Only took nine runs. So now it's the bottom of the fourth. This is like the song of the summer. I hear it every damn day somewhere. Gentlemen, now pitching for the National League, Brett Meyer. Now, I don't know if you guys have the good fortune of meeting Bob at home, but he was a legend. I have not. He's bobblehead over there, but I have not met him as well. So he used to just greet, you could hear him from a mile away. He was that booming and that welcoming and just a very cool dude. So anytime you get the chance to do this, the same mic that he did, I really feel grateful for that chance every summer. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Because <laughs> not many people get to do this, you know what I mean? So it's just like special. Can't think of creative. No, and I did some radio work from here earlier today, so covering the bases literally on everything. All right, now we got. I love this one. Frazak. There's a contingent for him. Now, what if he held him scores in the top of the inning and all of a sudden the AL mounts a rally? Stranger things have happened. Especially on this field. I've seen teams come back from like 11 runs in these games. So I'm used to anything at this point with this. One year we had a big rain delay and they kept this, kept putting, waiting away and finally got done. I think we were done by like 2 in the morning or so. Thankfully, despite the rain earlier, it's been clear. And that one is scorched to left, but. 2 and 1. Max Scherzer doing a relief appearance. No. Yeah, doing relief appearance. No. When did he start the second game tonight? He might have started the second game. We keep it local. We keep it MLB type 2 around here. Because, of course, the eyes are always on those two teams. Now they're both on fire. I guess Scherzer got the start tonight. For the Mets. And having him back is going to be a big deal down the stretch. That one is ripped into left field. And on with the base hit is Frazak to lead the bottom of the four. Bottom of the fifth already. Now batting Johnny Rivera. 
I heard him say Johnny, so I said, oh, in the Bronx, it's 10 to 1, Yankees. It's like they were waiting to let that out. That one is scorched. Oh, it was off the bat pretty hard. Shortstop couldn't handle it. Runners on first and second. And I'm not kidding you guys. There could be something mounting here. We'll see. Getting back to the Yankees, I think they're going to choke in the playoffs, and I'll tell you why. Their home, their team is home run hitters, and their pitching is not as strong as everybody thinks it is. I don't think they would beat the Astros either, to be honest. But we'll see. I want to say this name because it's cool. It's getting exposed. Lepideo Gonzalez. Deo. Inside. Do you have that soundtrack? That'd be great. Deo. They played earlier. Because his name is Lepideo. That's pretty cool. Anyway, 2-0 on the way. Oh, that one is Pop. Pop fly to short. One away. Did put that one away. The catcher, Jason Marcus. Howie Rose is... I love Howie Rose. He's like a... He's a classy dude. He's an icon. He's a retarded. Language, sure. <laughs> no, I just think he's having trouble seeing the ball now, so that's the problem. He's always had trouble seeing the ball. I know. He's been doing that shit all fucking long, his whole career. And of course, he uh, called a home run twice, which is fantastic. I'll replay. Funny, <laughs> yeah, Here's the pitch. Oh, that one's lifted <laughs> over the first baseman in the right field. There's some action. Rounding third and holding. What's going on out there? Is the third base coach okay? I think he is. Now that's getting into it. I love the passion like that. All right. Back to the top of the order. James Senzio. I think it's not bad to interact with them. I think it's kind of funny. Here's the pitch. Yeah, man, do you. I got the mic. It's your four. Oh, and one. No, but I'm usually very conservative, so it's a little weird for me to let down my hair and just say whatever. Not tonight. Okay, we like it. 0-1 to Stanzione. Lifted foul. And it counts 0-2. That sounded like it stayed up there, right? Oh, it bounced back. That helps. 0-2 on the way. Swung on and missed in the dirt. What are you swinging at? Two away. What are your thoughts on the direction of the Ducks this season? Do you think we, we have any hope? So I'm not, I haven't been immersed in like a lot of other things, but if you keep me up to date on it, I might give you, the, I, I haven't followed that close. I think we're struggling. I think we're in trouble. Ferrara lifts one foul. Three away. They just ran a bases loaded situation. After a very high Oaks kind of inning. 11-1 Yanks. Jeez. All right. No, the Ducks, I mean, I think there's a lot of competition in that league now. But I don't know the record, so I can't really comment 100%. 
Well then. Not too confident. Lancaster's doing well. The Barnstormers, are they called? Staten Island's doing well. That's a surprise. Staten Island's turnaround is a bit of a surprise for a first-year franchise. Well, Lexington, first-year franchise last year, won it all. Huh? Every now and then. It happens. And you got to deal with York. I think they're doing okay, or what? They have a good field. I'm concerned that they're going to win field of the year. Their team is a little mediocre. It'd be a real shame if something happens to that field, huh? <laughs> It'd be a real shame. Real shame. Any like garbage kid. people listening, you don't drive your horse and buggy on the field. Real shame. <laughs> nope, we're not saying anything, but we're also not not saying anything. Be a real shame. It would be a shame. Oh my god. Ten k on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Do the Ducks players ever complain, or even opponent opposing players? Oh, this lip is too high or some stuff like that. Like uh, it's, it's always the pitchers. It's always the pitchers. Actually, shout out Matt Soltaire confronted me on the mound and tried to fight me for Staten Island. So if you're listening, Matt Soltaire, I'm not too happy with you. But how do you guys cut it? Like just, just so I am curious. The grass? Yeah, how do you guys cut it? Is there a certain way you do it or just kinda? Um Sometimes I get to do it however I want, and then other times I get a, a little interference. But uh, usually we cut every other day. Uh, I try to mow in a pattern that I like. Uh, what would you do if one of these guys came up to you and complained? Have they complained yet from the stand? These guys? I, we I don't, laugh laugh in their faces. I don't <laughs> anticipate them complaining. That would be kind of funny. Though. All right, we're back to the National League. No numbers. Now batting the lead off, Shane Sullivan. Because I know that just like, just like the scorebook, people complain to the groundskeepers. I'm sure it's crazy. You would be surprised. Yes. And is there a certain like? Because y'all always wet the dirt. So is there a certain kind of? Amount that you have to put on there to make sure it's just kind of wet enough for for the team. So here's the, I'm trying to avoid in, the word moist because that's just weird. Right, right. Well, unfortunately, we use the word moisture a lot. In the corners are keep it wet. This is true. It is it is a difficult process. You got to deal with a lot of elements. You got to deal with the weather. You got to deal with if it's too hot out, you need to put more moisture down. You need to make it soaking wet. If it's a little overcast, maybe you give it a little less water. But players don't like it when it's dry. So you got to make sure that you pump water into it. And, uh, yeah, it's a big part of my job. And I think uh, I'd do a pretty good job if I had to say so myself. No, I don't know about here. But I know sometimes even after rain, they still wet it. It's like, didn't they get enough rain already? I mean, I know, I know the tarp's on the field, too. So there is that. But it's kind of funny they wet it again as if it didn't rain. This is true, yeah. It, uh, it's good for moisture. It's good for... Uh, we call it clean in, clean out. If you don't have a clean in, clean out, that means it's too dry, and it could it could cause problems. You know, sliding into a base could feel like concrete. Wasn't that outside? That looked outside. Anyway, just strikeout of Sullivan. Um, it, it it does matter a lot, 
And it affects the ball movement too sometimes. Absolutely. You got to make sure that you hone in and, and do the job correctly. It could affect a lot Teddy of Teddy Rodlin. Now, does it ever boggle your mind? Do they ever say, no, we're playing despite what you're... Because I notice a lot of times umpires would go to the head groundskeeper and say, hey, what's the situation? Nine out of ten times, do the umpires agree, or do they like, oh, we can play through this? Like, what's the reaction to uh, I would love to answer that question, but unfortunately, Michael Pfaff, the GM of the Ducks, is in full control of the weather situation, so I have very little say in the situation. Oh, okay. But it seems like if it rained enough, it would be cancelable. Uh, is it a drainage system like uh, like usual? Like, is it a solid drainage system? For the oh, absolutely. I think we have a very solid drainage system. Um, it really sucks up all the water, like, instantaneously. It's pretty cool to watch. Um, that is cool, actually. Don't... I feel like you have to go to school for this. I thought there was some sort of schooling to be the groundskeeper, no? Yes, sir. I went to uh, Ohio State University. Um, and I graduated in 2019. With the manager... What would you call it? Like, what was the degree in, actually? It was a certifica- uh, certification in sports turf management. So I'm That's so cool, man. S-T-M-A. That's awesome. Thank you. really appreciate that. First time anybody's complimenting me on that. Because I know it takes a lot, and it's literally the on-the-ground guys that make it happen. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you see after games, those guys are always pounding the, what, the, the, yeah. Uh, by the way, who's even up? They're pounding the batter's boxes and then even the mound sometimes, like, and then watering them after the game. You guys are always on that stuff. So. Thank you. You know, it really means a lot. And don't forget this guy. Now batting Tommy Cassess. Stadium operations manager. He, he does more than you could possibly Anthony. think of. <laughs> he deserves a pat on the back as well, so I'll do it for him. All right, how about kids? Do they get to run the bases, and what's that like watching them run the bases? Every Sunday to get to watch the bases. How's that? How's that? Is uh, it to watch them? Uh, I don't know. I'm really trying to watch them. I don't want to say anything weird here, but I'm not a big fan of the kids run the bases. Um, okay. I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because after the game, usually it's a day game on Sunday when Sunday, Sunday run the bases. The field is very dry, and it could cause issues. You know, if a kid falls down, he could very easily scrape his knee, so I'm oh, yeah. just weary of that. But, you know, they have a good time, so that's all that matters. And we couldn't do it without Anthony to do that. <laughs> I feel like you're gunning, you're having Anthony uh, talking him up for a promotion around here or something. Know, but. He's been doing great, you know, and Jake does a great job too. He's a little bitsy here and there, but <laughs> he does a great job. I feel like you guys can do your own, um, your, your own um, post-game press conference. You guys sound like baseball players. It's funny. Did you guys play the game at all or no? No, all growing up. Up, to, up till uh, college. Got played at Sacred Heart University. Uh, wow, Bobby <laughs> V right there. I went there. <laughs> Were you under the tutelage of Bobby V or was he AD at the time or no? He was AD my last year there. And then he got himself a, nef- a restaurant in Stanford, which is pretty cool. Right, I think you've had that for a while. He, and, invented, he invented the rap. And now he wants to, he ran for mayor, which is kind of cool. I was hoping he'd win up there, actually. Yeah, he's a bit of a loudmouth idiot, if you ask me, but I do like him for his Met history. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan gosh. of Bobby V, and I like his political affiliation. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a walk. Almost took his head off with that one. I mean, he's a classic guy. He put the mustache on, and that was a classic baseball moment. He deserves all the recognition he gets. Now batting Steve Peterson. This has been the most lively uh, simulcast I've done, so thank you guys for making it lively tonight. 0-1. How about it's making the game go a bit faster, to be honest. Well, I'd seen Bobby V multiple times as a kid, and then I saw him at City Field in that right field under, you know, that sweet kind of thing. You're like, oh, my God. You know, you kind of remember that he, me from those years. Like, oh, you're still rolling around, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I am. So he's down to earth. He's awesome. And that's the third out. Uh, another scoreless inning for National League. Since he's been on this podcast, there's been no sc- scoring in National League. My friends say I mush people because I support them and all of a sudden these teams lose when I wear their jerseys. I hope that's not the case. Look at this. He's doing a dance. I love that. Well, that's Pop Smoke, It's a damn shame what happened to him. Way too young. It's just the names that get to me. <laughs> What's your favorite Pop Smoke song? Dude, you're asking the wrong dude. I'm more country. I'm more alternative, whatever. I'm a country guy, too. Is your country favorite? I mean, <laughs> I actually like uh, a few of them. But... I did see Zach Brown, and that was cool. Zach Brown oh, awesome. concert. He was feet away from me, and I missed him. Big fan of Zach Brown. Chicken fried is iconic. Are you? Do uh, you have to play censored songs here, or no? Uncensored? No, censored. Yeah, I play censored. I was gonna say. You can do whatever you want. Man. Yeah, I'm no. To, I'm trying to entertain the children, but. If you want to hear curses, you could. No, no, I'm not advocating for that. No, no, no. Who's pitching now? I might be advocating for that. You might be advocating for that? <laughs> We're in our, by the way, bottom of the sixth. Is that right? Your attention, please. Now pitching Peter Burns. And the females go wild. I'm waiting for the random fireworks to pop up beyond the field. You know that? I'm waiting for the random fireworks to just pop up behind the field. Speaking of fireworks, my uncle is uh, Felix Scrucci. He runs Scrucci Fireworks. So Are you serious? He is, yes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you get him on my podcast? Because I've always wanted to get Scrucci on my podcast. You absolutely can. Next, I, next Tuesday, he'll be on your podcast. No, I mean, are you serious? You're the only... He's I am, here. I am. He is am. of the Gucci dynasty. The Gucci Fireworks. <laughs> You're not pulling my leg because there's only one to pulse. <laughs> Gus Mejia up now to lead off. I swear. Yeah. Well, they actually said, so Macy's was not happy with their affiliation with Trump, so 
they got rid of him. But he's still on the Hudson side. That one is lifted to the left and all the way to the wall. Two hops. And Mejia will chug on in the second for a double. Macy's is into the cancel culture, which is a, a liberal mindset, and I don't stand for it. Half of, or 95% of Southwell County does not stand for it. And I don't blame them. Now batting Frank Letteri. I mean, I'm sometimes worried about being in the middle of the night because I know it's bad around here. So. Absolutely, all the ghost guns, you know. I'm very oh, that one's lifted to left. He's not going to get it, is he? Oh, he is on the run. One away. Off the bat, it sounded like a base hit, but it landed in the glove. <laughs> I fully support Lee Zeldin for a governor. I go, your pal Sal. I think that'd be funny. Now batting your pal Sal. Pete Alonso coming alive at first base. You know, his defensive skills are struggling the first part of the season, but he's made some interesting plays. Here's the pitch. Ball in the counts one and Oh, we might be at that time to say no cleats on the concourse because this guy wearing cleats. What is he doing? Yeah. <sighs> A reminder, if you're on the field and have to use the concourse for any reason, no cleats on the concourse. Thank you. Is he leaving or coming upstairs with something? You're a gentleman and a scholar. So, we're at 9-1. Is an 8-run possible? I don't know. Anything is possible. Shall we do bold predictions? Let's do them. I am... I believe the Jets are going to make the playoffs next year. I know that's bold. I think they will. I think they're going to have a Bengals jump. Well, if uh, his mom's best friend's in attendance, I guess she will help him out. Speaking of which, awesome. That's awesome that Zach Wilson did that. <laughs> it's a bro move. What can I say? It is. He, uh, he just... I mean, look at the stuff that we've had deal with. Darnold getting mono. This thing with him. This is great. There's no focus to football, it feels like. I agree. I, although I will say, I don't, Darnold seemed too soft for New York, and I kind of felt that right away. Where I think Zach, he could fit in the spotlight. I thought I will give him this. He showed glimpses last year. I just don't know what happened in certain games. And they should have beaten the Bucks. They really... That one I'll never let forget. That's a strike, by the way. <laughs> Where are we? Three and one. Line score doing a better job of keeping ball strikes than we are right now. Lost in the conversation in the Jets. What do you think of their... Um, what do you think of the draft pick? I know that was a big deal. To get that pick. So. It was a sauce, right? So. Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. And he walks. And Jeremiah Johnson. Well, I know that Woody was out of the picture for a while, but I think he's back in there. Terrible owner, but I like that. Now batting. Andrew Frazak. 
I will pronounce the name probably ten different ways in one game. Either just by accident or to switch it up. I don't know. Oh, that one bounces in there, gets past the catcher. Second and third, nobody out. Do it again. <laughs> Are you surprised at the amount of wild pitches tonight? There's been quite a few, actually. Oh, that one's left at the center. Should be a can of corn. Makes the catch. Runner tags, and he will make it. It's a sacrifice fly. For the AL, it's 9-2 to now. Favorite Kardashian slash Jenner. What is it? Left fielder, Johnny Rivera. Kendall or uh, what's your name? Courtney. Courtney, I like too. I like Kendall. I'm a Kendall guy as well. I just don't think I would ever mess with them because everything goes to shit. People's basketball careers end. Pete Davidson has an emotional breakdown. Although him and Kim are just perfect for each other. That did hit him that time. Pete, owner of the Ferry Hawks. Some say that Khloe Kardashian is is the daughter of O.J. Simpson. Wasn't Khloe? Thoughts of that? Khloe, right? Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't look like the rest Thoughts of on that? What feed do you read that on? Because I've never heard that. No? Lepideo Gonzalez. Speaking of OJ, they updated so much, so, so much drama. They did not update the Bronco. They have a new Bronco, Bronco Sport. That's coincidence? <laughs> I don't know. Next year is what? The 35th, America, 25th anniversary? 35th anniversary. He didn't do it. OJ did not do it. His son, <laughs> his son did it. Can we talk about him? Talk you about think it's a coincidence though, that new Bronco came out when OJ came out? Come on. No, but do you know he said that women have a choice for their body? I thought that was kind of funny. It's like you saying that doesn't make maybe, sense. Maybe, maybe Nicole wanted her head to get chopped off. And that yeah. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all hopes and desires. <laughs> that one's a strike. No, we're coming up on what? 25 years of that? Next year? Jesus, man. Last time the Knicks were good. Actually, so 24. Rangers will not have won a Stanley Cup since 24, five years ago. I, I, they could go 50. They're going to get a new knife. Get back out there. Isn't it 34? Get the Rangers another cup. No, 24, no. The Rangers won in 94, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, shit, 34. I'm going to be 34 at one point in time. Don't age me anymore. I don't need to be aged. Well, the American League Tech on another run. 9-2. to A few Falcons on the field now, I noticed. I should text Jimmy for a soda. I'm thirsty and hungry at the same time.
All right, we're back here. It's the top of the seventh. Am I reading that right? One and zero on the way. Brett Windish batting. Brian. Brian, that's Brian. I couldn't really see in the light. But let it roll. Here's the pitch swung on and tipped in the count. It is one on one. Correction, Brian Windish. Here's the one one to Brian. Swung on and missed. And that's one away. Is this mic always on? I always feel like I'm hearing it. Now batting the center fielder, number 33, Mike Sheak. Mike Sheak is up. And it is 0 1 already. Here's the 01. That one's grounded. Foul outside of first. Here's the pitch. I'm high in the count. It is two and two. Here's the pitch. That one is lifted to the left, right center, and it'll dump in for a base hit. And so, one runner on. Yanks, by the way, blasted the Red Sox today. And I pray they win tomorrow. Just keep winning series. That's all they got to do. Don't think about the haters. Eli Crozier. And Eli takes a strike in the count. Only one. And now is up 9-2 to two in the top of the seventh. Runner off first. Crozier swings at that one. Been broadcasting, podcasting this since the beginning of the game. Thanks for staying with us. Strike three on the outside corner. And another strikeout for Mayer. Solid strikeout there for Chris Carlino. That one's grounded a second. On the fur, oh no, he takes the force out at second. Just the short way to the shortstop at second. Three away. 
Chris Carlino with that inning there. And if I heard correctly that the godfather of him is here, congratulations. Welcome to the ballpark tonight. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast right now. Do you think I could get like the link for it or something? Yeah, I'm going to cut it up. Uh, what's your email? I'll send you coaches. Um... All right, I've got in between innings here. The man who led off this All-Star game. With the home run, you'll hear the call later. Kane Ruiz, my dude, congrats on that leadoff homer. Did you think you'd get it out of oh, this ballpark tonight? Yeah. <laughs> so I talk mean, to me a little bit. The lights going for you. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I wasn't trying for it, but off the bat, I had a good feeling. So. I mean, that's a good – what are the dimensions down there? 325 to what? 325. Yeah. Did you know you had 325 power or what? Um, I mean, it, it definitely surprised me. I, I've only hit a couple this year, so just to – Park one like that, it felt good, you know. But what people don't really know is that you have a lot of speed too. I saw you running around the bases there. You almost <laughs> scored on that, so you got speed and power. So, big asset to the Devil Rays. So, you must be excited though. First ever home run in an All Star game or what? Uh, first ever home run in an All Star game, yeah. Especially. And to lead it off, that's Jeter right there. You know, like that's a <laughs> Jeter moment. So, uh, I know we're going to send you the link in the highlight in a little bit, but I'm glad you stopped by to check in with us because we always love to do. We did in coaching, now we're doing player interviews. So what can I tell you, right? That's awesome, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, I was excited. Anthony knows I was just <laughs> livened up after that uh, home run. So and then you guys attacked up a couple more that inning also. So. Yeah. When you guys flicked the lights, that, that put me on cloud nine. It was, it was awesome. Million dollar question. Did you feel like a duck rounding the bases, though? I've got to ask you that. Yeah, you know, I did. I kind of felt that home right there, you know? <laughs> I felt like this is a, this is a spot to be. So I, I felt great. Now, Anthony, is it is it often someone hits it that far down the line, or is that is, is, how no, often? That's a good shot, dude. It's a great shot. So, um, now you guys, how's the season going? Like, you guys obviously have a second half now. So what? Um, I mean, I know. I think we only have like one loss on the season and a tie. We're kind of lose track. We're just going out there. Oh, playing. you're the twenty-one and one team, or something like yeah, that. That's okay. us, yeah. Yeah, you so, played earlier today, actually. Yeah, against the Legends. That was that was that was awesome too. That was a really good game. Fast game. Someone said it was the fastest game in San Samuel history. <laughs> I know. I kind of wish we played all nine, you know. But oh, it was it was fun. They were a good squad too. Really good squad. So, obviously, there's no taking the foot off the pedal. But a nine two lead's pretty comfortable right now. So who knows though, right? No, who knows? You know, it's baseball. There's a lot of baseball left. Uh, Are you stoked for the? Uh, MLB All Star Game now. Are you gonna be following that on, on Tuesday? Yeah, that, the All Star Game, the All Star Week is like a whole. I love it like festivities for me because it's right around my birthday, so I just like celebrate it as like my birthday week. <laughs> I always think this is like the Midsummer Classic before the Midsummer Classic. You know, this tournament. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Uh, have you played here before? Yes, yes, I have actually. When um, I was younger, I played in like I think fifteen or sixteen travel All Star Game here. Cool. And then, yeah, it was fun Fun then. Did You You didn't have that power as a 16-year-old, I imagine. No, no, right. I did not have that pop back then. Did, did, does the field look different at 16 than 25? Or then, however, how old are you now? 25. 25. Yeah, 25. 
So, does it look different 10 years later or what? Uh, it, it definitely does seem smaller, you know? Like, I remember back then, this this was like playing at Yankee Stadium, you know? That one's got to the center field. Should be under it there. I know. Well, for anybody, your eyes are going to glow because of how vast this is, you know? Yeah. So. That center field, though, that's no cheap shot, though. That's definitely... That's I've been doing this for 10 years, Kane. I've never had a coach or a player join my show uh, in game, so this is an honor that you want to join me. So oh, that, that. that's, I, I'm grateful for you having me. I appreciate that, man. And I can go literally anywhere from my phone, so it just works out perfectly. So that's awesome. All right, fans are listening right now at Ally Stadium. Usual, what do you got to say to them if they're a Devil Ray fans or just fans of the league in general? Um, I mean, check, away, out, check out the games. It's good competition, good ball. You Where could they normally find you guys? Chris was mentioning earlier, but tell us again. So uh, for the Devil Rays, we play a lot of our games. Our weekday games are always going to be at Garden City Community Park. Okay. Yeah, it's a nice little turf infield, grass outfield. And, um, yeah, it's just nice. Really do you like all grass or do you like the turf sometimes? Too? Uh, it's weird. Like, for example, here I love the all dirt, all natural field. You know, but there's nothing wrong with an all turf field. You know, because you play the hot corner, field. and I can't imagine that turf slowing the ball any more than a field would. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that. So it's got to be zipping by you, zipping to you on a turf field. No, no, it, it definitely does. But you definitely get a lot more true hops. So that's that's where it's it's. Fun. What's diving like? I feel like it's very uncomfortable to dive on turf. But. On turf, it's I, I treat it like a slip inside. Okay. You know, you start early and then just let the turf take you. So it, it's really fun with that. Do you think we're going to see more? Because I feel like everybody's building with turf nowadays. It's like, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, I've been talking about that with a bunch of my teammates. That it's like, now it's, you, you, you find every field you play on is turf. Speaking of teammates, what's it like playing with them? I mean, you got a whole cavalcade of Devil Rays players and teammates here tonight. It, it's awesome. You know, I've played with these guys over the past couple of years. And a couple guys from my team, a couple guys from the other Devil Rays teams. And, you know, we're all ballers. You know, we're here to have fun. So, it's great. I mean, you were, you were definitely having fun running the bases. But the other thing I, I try and instill is that, yeah, you guys have fun, but this is competitive stuff. I mean, this is a league that competes at every division possible. I mean, there's a lot to, at stake every game, it seems like. so. Yeah, no, th- there definitely is. And that's, that's what's enjoyable about it, you know, because it's not like, oh, just show up and, and play. No, show up and compete. And, uh, you know, you can't really afford to take a pitch off. No, and I missed a couple of batters, but this conversation is freaking cool, so I'd rather <laughs> focus on that. So um, that that's good that you had a camaraderie with that team over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, 21-1, how did you guys get there? Um, you know, we kind of just showed up. Everybody clicked, bats, finding barrels. That's the thing. We just hit, 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 and our pitching, our pitching is just phenomenal as well. Guys pounding the zone, bringing mm-hmm. good velo to the games. You know, you kind of, you know, it's just... Now, I noticed some guys pitch and hit. Is that a thing, like, you guys are sort of interchangeable in that sense? Um, yeah, a couple guys. You know, Teddy, Teddy Rodliff, he's he's a stud, could could swing and pitch. And, um, you know, a bunch of our guys just able to have that in their arsenal. Yeah. Well, enjoy the second half. Uh, do you guys have a page of your own for the Devil Rays that people can follow? Or? Yes. Chris Drill runs our, our uh, Long Island Devil Rays Instagram account. You can find us on Instagram. Well, guess Island. what? I'm going to at least put the call up there um, on my Instagram and I'll tag you guys. Awesome. Sounds so it's good. Long Island Devil Rays or what is it exactly? Yeah, Long Island Devil Rays. I'm, I'm not sure if that's exactly it, letter for letter, 
but that um it's in the, the general area let's yeah, put it that way you'll find that well kane did you play you played college you played actually in my division ecc mercy so that's uh you've had a lot of experience in this game haven't you yes yeah i actually mercy was my fourth school i had played at uh, erskine college out of high school registered went to sullivan county for juco graduated went to cornerstone university for four year graduated but that was covid year so then that's when i got to able to uh, sneak in the year at mercy and how's the ecc sports landscape my team Queens College made to the championship this year, which was pretty cool. I know, yeah. You guys are always competitive year in year out. So. Yeah, the year I was there actually in 2021, Mercy, we we broke so many. Like it was our first time in 14 years making the playoffs. We had our best record since like the 80s. We were regionally ranked for the first time in school history. Um, and then actually, the my breakout game was against you guys, Queens College. Okay. I went three for four, two doubles, and four RBIs against you guys. And after that, the season just kind of just kept rolling after that. And um, it was, I loved Mercy. The ECC was just a great experience. Oh, no, and Bob Dranoff runs a great conference there. So, very cool. One last thing while I have you. Can people join the team? I know you guys are pretty stacked, but are you always looking for an extra player or two? Yeah, uh, definitely. Chris Chris is like top-of-the-line recruiter. He finds guys and just fills the, the rosters up. Is there know? an email to get in touch with them if they, if they want to join it? Um, I don't know if there's like a personal email or something. I, I, I know that when he reached out to me, it was through Instagram. Okay. So, so just look out for the Long Island Devil Rays Instagram and, and take it from there. Kane, man, congratulations yeah. tonight. Thank you, And man. thanks for joining Alex Care Podcasting. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. All right. Uh, we'll be right back as it is between innings. Leadoff homer in this all-star game. And it is the top of the eighth now. The AL, the NL is nursing a 9-2 lead. Top of the eighth. Austin Adamo is up now. 
Coach Chris. Coach Chris of the Devil Rays. Big Devil Ray contingent, as you just heard. And um, I'm definitely going to take a look at the back of the live plays on this. See you tuned in. And if you are tuned in, thanks so much. That means a lot. And uh, always love getting the Long Island same usual brand out there. Swung on a miss, two away. Because at moments like that happen. All right, here we go. Now batting John Spivak. There was a guy in, um, what was it, Little League or one of those baseball movies? Spivak. I think it was Little, League, Little Big League on the Twins. So I had a major flashback to that. Spivak in, uh, in Little Big League. Kind of made me a semi-Twins fan after that movie, not going to lie. Do we sponsor burps? I don't think we sponsor burps on this podcast. Anyway, it's 0-1. Looking to finish this strong. It's only 11, which is not bad. Not bad at all. 0-1 pitch. Foul back in the count. 0-2. But Anthony, you'd say that home run call to lead off. I was pretty electrified at, right? I thought it was a good call, so. It's an 0-2 on the way now. Soon after that. And the light show, yes. You got it. But they don't know about that on the podcast, so you got to tell them. You do that for every Ducks homer and win? Absolutely. Bye-bye. It's a trend, actually. I've been seeing other stadiums do that, too. Did that hit the umpire in the head? And then knock some sense to them, alright? To keep calling strikes and end the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> By the way, I just realized looking over, this is the Bullet Bob control room. So, a little, oh, another homage to Bob Atone. Bullet Bob. Here's the pitch. Foul back on the count, 0-2. Was anybody going to make a run for the burgers, or are we not doing that? <laughs> I didn't text him. He's out on the field. Here's the pitch. Swung on a miss. Beautiful strikeout there. Beautiful one, two, three, as a matter of fact. Freddie Morales with that inning there. And the Yanks won 14 to 1, guys. 14 to 1! All right, I'm going to take a quick break, another music break. And, uh,. Get some uh, grub, I'll be right back.
Hello, folks. This is Dakota Smothergill. I'm here with Anthony Polito. We are with the Long Island Ducks. And we are here. It is 1051 Eastern Time. It's been a long day for us, folks. We've been here since 7.30 in the morning. 7.30. Five games here. We've gone relatively slow. It's been a good day. What makes you the best stadium operations manager in all of you? I have to agree with you there. He's certainly got that dog in him. What are your thoughts on the Ukraine crisis? It's like soccer related, right? Something about soccer? Yep, soccer. <laughs> Definitely not Pluton. And it's a strike. The count is 1 1. Not that anybody cares. Nope, <laughs> it's out of here. It's in the basement. It's line foul, and he'll be telling his grandkids that he hit the ball out at Duck Stadium for forever. I just want to give a quick shout out to Anthony Fiorelli. He just gave birth to his first son, second son of Taylor. And it is 2 2 here. All right, guys. Hey, guys, the burgers were all done, man. Oh, oh no worries. Thank you. You wanted some soda, though? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. And I got some chips, too, so. There you go. Thank you, Jimmy. Sure, sure. Hey, you know what? Join me for a second. If you're, you've got a moment. I've got the man of the hour, Jimmy Rose, here on my podcast. Jimmy, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. The weather held up, and that's a great thing. You're no stranger to this podcast, so my listeners kind of know. And, of course, we're live streaming to Stan Mutual's Facebook page, so pretty cool. Um, talk to me, though. What, this whole event every year, right? We've been doing this event pretty much. We were the first organization to come in and do an event other than the Ducks playing here. And we've been here for... Since pretty much the year one, we've been here 20 years doing this. And it gets better every year, right? Uh, I mean, come on. Well, we try. We try to make it better every year. We do. It's a lot of work. I know it is. And I know you guys keep going. So I want to ask you, if anybody wants to join the league, how can they do it? What's the best way to do it? Well, they can always uh, find us on, uh, on uh, Google uh, Long Island Stand Mutual Baseball, and we'll come up. And they, anybody can call me anytime. Uh, my cell phone or my office and I take their information if they want to put a team in or if they want to just uh, hook up with a team as an individual player there's always uh, managers are always looking for extra players especially during the during the summer when uh, 
uh, everybody's going on vacation, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, that everybody's short players. So it's uh, there's always times, there's always a good time for players to jump in and, and get some at bats and get, get some playing time. Now, you're my minor now, but I've seen you. My point is that we're having fun today, but this is a very competitive league, and I've seen you get thrown out on road games like down south, and so you get heated during these games, don't you? Well, <laughs> yeah, out there on the field, it's it's win or lose. And you manage <laughs> and the I, Black Sox, right? Yes, so. I manage the Long Island Black Sox, and uh, I don't like to lose. I'm I'm a winner. In the words of George Steinbrenner, "You show me a good loser, and I'll show you a loser." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I gotta say, you're also balancing. I know you talk about a lot of your insurance job, so. I'm sure it's been a crazy week for sure. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Just get, getting prepared for this weekend and uh, running my, my own team and running my own business. It, it, it's quite a bit, but uh, it keeps me young, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I love that you can answer multiple questions on multiple different topics, right? So there you go. Well, I'll let you get back out there, but thanks for spending a few Thank minutes. you, Alex. Thank no, you very much. It's always a pleasure. Always thank my you. pleasure to see you, man. Uh, okay? I loved uh, right. coming out here, so thank you, sir. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. All right, we're at the 1-0 count, bottom of the eighth. Could be third out. And that is out number three. And we're going to, believe it or not, guys, inning number nine. I got to rest my voice for a second. Do you guys want to take over or you want me to go to break? It's yeah, up to you. Yeah, All right, you guys over. take over. Give us your name. I don't even know your name. I know Anthony. I forgot yours. Me? Yeah, I forgot your name. Uh, Jake Hunter. Jake, okay. You're not related to Ryan Hunter, are you? Or? Uh, no. Because no, no. he played in this league, but he, he actually plays on the Black Sox. Oh, really? No, it's a coincidence. Very eventful night of baseball. We've had five games so far. It's the last inning, bearing a seven-run bottom of the ninth. And uh, good day. No weather issues. Very satisfied with how the day has gone. It's amazing. This is my 100th episode of this particular show on my podcast. So what a way to do 100 at a, ball, at a live game, right? Absolutely. And don't worry about copyright because there's not really anything to copyright. So we're all good. Uh, but no, back to the Jets and Giants. I'm a little nervous. Um, I don't know if Daniel Jones can live up to the fourth, fifth year, you know, his contract year, I'm not sure. It's funny you say that. Anthony Fiorelli, he was a uh, stadium ops manager here a while ago, and he he loves the Giants. He always told me that he thought Daniel Jones had the ceiling of being a top 10 quarterback in the league, and less than a year later, he thinks he should be out of the league, so it's crazy what a year could do. No, it is, and you know, he did show some promise, but not, not, not the promise, you know, so... We'll see. And by the promise, I mean like winning a Super Bowl type of quarterback. I don't know yet. So, Jake, did you send this link to all your friends? I actually linked him to make sure this was on live. So I'm like, is he spreading this out to people? <laughs> I, uh, I did, actually. I, I definitely reached out to my friends. It's pretty cool. You know, I've never been on a podcast before. So it, it's an awesome experience. And thank you for having us. Well, I'm glad I decided to come out here after a busy day of work and do this. Because this is, this is play for me, right? That's a base hit and a gapper, as they say. All the way to the wall. 
one second. Are you guys impressed whenever a guy in this league hits a homer or doubles that deep? Like, are you guys impressed or do you expect it? I think this league is full of talented players, so. It does seem like that for sure. Um, But it is, it is. It is always cool when they get to hit that homer, you know, like, come on. Absolutely. That you don't expect every every game. Is this another 13? How many listeners we got? We have a way of checking that? Uh, now batting, Pete Burns. Let me see here. I wish I could check that out. Um, actually, if you click the link, I think you might be able to see how many. Oh, really? And you guys have been great co-hosts because... I don't think I was thinking, but I definitely wanted like you guys to chime in since you were sitting right next to me. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, thank you very much. Really uh, hopped on in. Literally hopping over here. Uh, all right, so even at Duck Games, be honest, are, are, is there a point where you're like, well, I want those three apps to come like right now? In like, the first inning, yes. In the first inning. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. I'm uh, as a groundskeeper. I'd like the game to get over as quickly as possible, just to get back to my work. So um, long games tend to frustrate me. Get back to your work. You don't go home. <laughs> I don't, unfortunately. So which base do you sleep on? I mean, no. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, you and my girlfriend are of the same thinking. Huh. Shout out, Kendall Reed. There you go, Kendall. Um, I'm not a C-word. What? Definitely not a C-word. Okay, then. She is of red hair. Um, I met her, actually, as this tournament was happening last year. Yeah, last year, a year ago from now. Yeah, a year. Jimmy Rose bringing people together. And I went to L.A. after this thing last year, so a lot of things happened for everybody, I guess. Great weekend. You know, only good things come out of this. We hope... And we hope nobody listens to this whole podcast. <laughs> oh, I think this may be one of your best episodes just yet. I know. See, I'm a very studious person on the air. I've never really, like, I try and be, like, blunt about things. I'm never, like, relaxed. So you guys are relaxing big time. Is there a ch- mm, I don't want to say the fat guy's going to right field. Yeah, me too. Fat people are people too. Just bigger than the rest of us. Yeah, Dude, most of them acknowledge it, you know? I mean, how's it going to catch his run down a ball? I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, that's a ground and a first. Stands the own. It's our fault, it's No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, there's two away there. Now with this one. Really quick, I just want to, to mention. Um, so we had we had a guy in this in this league. His name is Nick Trusty. He actually worked with us last year. He was an intern. He, uh, he worked his butt off. And now he's working with the Islanders. And, you know, I know he had so many interviews with Dan Wolfberg. He was just, you know, he really wanted that job. And, and you know, he, he got it. And I'm so proud of him. So I just want to shout him out. He did well today. He hit leadoff. And, um... <coughs> he did, you know, actually. Yeah. He's, he got a baseball time. I'm really, you know, great to see the guys move on, you know. And I'm do you miss him? I think you miss him underneath that. Congratulations. You know, I do. And... While we're at it, I'm, I miss Chloe Rosario as well. I had mentioned her earlier in the podcast. But, Not you know, by name, but there you go. She's a great social media coordinator, and she deserves a world. I think this is all inside baseball I don't know about, but you guys go with it because this is an app platform for everybody. So. <laughs> Not everybody. Let me let me make that clear. Uh, 
Because I did have someone on Zoom call me once and say, is this a KKK meeting? I'm like, no, it's not. No, no, no. Why do random people you be... Take, you take any callers? You take live callers? Sometimes. But Sometimes. I've stopped. I've stopped. stopped. I, okay. Because I had people like almost sabotage my one. I mean, sabotage like porn sites were ending up oh, on my Zoom. I'm like, no. Bottom of nine. Is there a closer? For- I'm kidding. It's not. It's a pleasure to be out here. It really is. Um, and I'm glad that we got to spend this weekend with all of Jimmy Rose's team. Interesting people. Yeah, you know, it's a great time. It really is. Like I said, I met my girlfriend here. So so yeah, you see, see, see. The girls do come out to these games. Just saying, and sometimes I never tell if they're single or not. So I don't, I don't know. It's difficult, you know. Just got to go up to them. You know, my my trick as a single guy, I used to write my number on the baseball and I'd hand it to a girl. And one time I did that, and she rejected me incredibly hard, and it broke my heart. So I have never done it since. I applaud the effort, though. Yeah, you know, it's all about courage. Mm. What, are we not big fans of Drake's new album around here? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Did you know Johnny Depp dropped a diss track against Amber Heard? Did he? He did. And, and the fact got, that she wants a trial against it, it's all a fucking mess. He got 15 mil out of that. That's crazy. Good for him. He mumbled his way through it. <laughs> I mean, look, I felt bad for him, but he didn't really... They both were weird on the stand. They were. They she were. was just disastrous. Okay. So, is it weird that a city kid like me is happy coming out of Suffolk County? I feel like everybody in the counties want to get the F out of... This guy's a city guy too. He's from Queens. No, I live in Queens right now. So, Uh, Jamaica Hills. But I just feel like, in general, in general, people are like always wondering why I want to come out here and and kind of want to make a life out here. It's like because the city life is okay, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. All right, question mark is pitching. I kid you not. They literally wrote question mark. <laughs> Not too convincing. They don't have much faith in him, huh? Now, if question mark brings out and loses the game, I'm going to lose my shit. We should give him his own name, you know? Yeah. The, uh, the, the, what do they call the last Mr. Irrelevant? <laughs> Except Brady was not Mr. Roman. After. Do you believe that Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame? I do. But I more so believe Roger Clemens deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. See, more so? Why more so? I can't get behind that. He threw a bet at Mike Piazza. Why more so? Why more so? Because I just think if Bonds wasn't cocky about all of it, and I don't know I just it was the, the whole way he approached it Clemens I mean Clemens Clemens blamed it on his wife getting steroids mouth huh? I know he did but there's just there's a difference I don't know like Peyton Manning huh? but I will say in defense of all of them 
hand-eye coordination still has to be had, even on steroids. So there, there's still a talent there. It's just... That's very bonds for you. Greatest hitter of all time. And MLB yeah, should like let them in. like it's for other reasons. Mm. No, no, no. They're just... I think the MLB is hypo- hypocritical. That stands young. What are they hypocritical of? Well, they... <laughs> That was James Stenzione. Uh, what were they vulnerable about? They let it happen, then they said, oh, we shouldn't have let it happen. Well, you knew about it. You knew it would get the baseball year back after the strike. Come on now. Bud, Ze- Bud Selig was a terrible commissioner. And he's a Hall of Famer. And you know what? I, honestly, I think he was racist. How so? You know, it's just some of the things that he implemented, I don't agree with. Like what? He basically got steroids back in the game, and, you know, when that happened, it outcast Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, and, you know, guys like Mark McGuire aren't looked at the same as they are. Mm. So, for that reason, I, I think he's racist. I really don't know this guy's name, but he grounded to second. We will dedicate this song to the women in 207. <laughs> oh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> A little background for those wondering in there, Ducks fans. These guys work their asses off during the game, so this is like a vacation for them a little bit. Thank you. They have fun. They get to pal around. They get to be on a podcast now. First year ever I've had Ducks employees on my podcast, so kudos to you guys. Don't say that. Oh, geez, that one gets away. I also don't know who's batting. Uh, oh, Tahat and Tahat. Miguel Trinidad. Oh, I'm confusing my <laughs> Miguel's. I apologize. What? It was wrong of me to laugh on the air. I apologize. I don't care. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. No, just literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Actually. Cool. I'm just the button here. Okay. I guess I do have a mini talk button, but that's useless because it's like turning your right back off. Hmm. All right, Miguel Trinidad is up. Ball. All right. I love these nine-two games, and the pitcher starts giving up five runs. Not ideal. Oh, Alonzo at the plate with the bases loaded. Should I just tune this to Gary Cohen? Because that's interesting right now. Back to your original question, though. Howie Rose is classy. And I'm not saying Sterling isn't. I just, I think Howie has a different style. And I graduated from the same alma mater he did. Oh, really? What's cool? Queens College. Oh, right, right, right. Good for him. I had a friend from my high school go to Queens College. That's high. Her name was Danielle D'Angelo. Uh, I know a Danielle Di Maria, but not a Di Angelo. Are Probably not. She played softball for Queens College. Wasn't a big what fan year? of her. What uh, 20... She graduated... Let's see. 2021? I believe she graduated. Yeah, I don't know any of them. I know a Mary Jane. I know a couple of She dated a baseball player named Dennis Buck Buckstein? Something? Yeah, Buckstein, I know yeah. him. That's him, yep. That's great. 
I, I love how small my world gets every minute we discuss something baseball in Long Island. It's fantastic. No, Dennis and I are, are cool. <laughs> That's crazy. Here's a pitch. Oh. I'm sorry if I've given up on announcing on the yeah, mic. Give it, up just... to, give it up to these people in the stands watching this baseball for four hours. <laughs> yeah, rousing not, not moving, you know? Okay, a lot of patience. A lot of patience. I give credit. And shout out 207. <laughs> 207. 207 with the 10s. Anyway, that's a 5-4-3 wow. double play. 207, this is for you. That is your final score on that 5-4-3 double play. But seriously, fans, thanks for coming tonight. And everybody, thanks for participating in this weekend's Sam Usual Baseball All-Star Game Weekend. We're back here tomorrow with more. And Alex, I, yeah. I just wanted to thank you for taking my uh, radio virginity. This was awesome, and I think this is something I want to pursue. Well, we should do a real podcast when I'm in the studio sometime. Absolutely. So let's do that. Guys, thanks so much. And quick prediction, Ducks succeed this second half, or you don't know? I have a wedding coming up in September, so I'm really hoping they don't make the playoffs, but it would yeah. be nice to get a second ring. I would love a ring. I just want to know if it's in the books for us this year. Well, this whole day is in the books. I'm Alex Garrett. Thanks for listening on the L.I. Sam Usual Facebook page. And we'll talk to you soon. And by the way, I'm going to air some of these portions on my new platform, Airtime Pro. I'll tell you more about that tomorrow uh, or whenever I crack open the mic. And uh, have a great night.